Hello, and welcome to Weird State. I'm your host, Kate Springer. And I'm Allie, and I'm speaking up this week. Okay, I can try to do this. This will be good practice for, like, the rest of my life when I'm too quiet. Yeah, you should probably say our last names. Oh, oh okay. So I'm, who are you? I'm Allie Lanier. There we go. And we are married. If you're new to our podcast, we are going to take you on a creepy, weird tour of the United States in alphabetical order. I think everybody's a little new to our podcast because our podcast is a little new. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, like, you know, if they didn't listen to the very first episode. Which, why wouldn't you? It had such a great title. It Go did. back. Go back now. <laughs> Do it. Okay, so we are still in the great state of Alabama. Yay, my favorite state to leave quickly. It's not. (laughs) There are good things about Alabama. We got bagels and then we left. That was a good thing. Yeah. I'm sure, (laughs) you know, there's Muscle Shoals. That's Alabama. No, is that Louisiana or Alabama? I have absolutely no idea. Don't come to me for geography. Yep, this is not a geography show. It's about the United States. Yep. Uh, we don't have a map. We just have the internet. The internet tells us only truth. And, um, yeah, you should trust everything we say. No. Nope. For sure. <laughs> anyway, we're in Alabama, which apparently has nice beaches, a great coastline, and gave us these fine drinks called Alabama Slammers. Yep. We didn't put ice in them this time, so you can't hear them clinking. We've, we're, we've learned. But we are drinking them. Yep. And they're delicious. Thank you, wife. Oh, you're welcome, <laughs> wife. Okay, so... Should we just dive right in? Yeah, you should uh, mention what we're doing this week. Okay, so this week, so last week, we were also in Alabama, and we did ghosts and urban legends, mainly ghost stories. So last week I said it was just going to be murders, which it turned out being, but I would like to, like, revise my two-episode thing. It can be murders, strange people, or strange diseases. So, murders right now. Okay. Murders. I, I, I don't condone murder. Not, yep, don't murder. Don't do the murder. Don't do it. Run away from it. But we're gonna talk about it today. Yeah. I kind of played fast and loose with the theme already, so. That's fine. Hey. I kind of did too. <laughs> do you want to go first this week? Sure. I'll <laughs> go first this week. Okay, so I have a few sources for... Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> sources. Sources. It's not serious. I mean, murder is serious, but my, you know, what I'm saying. Um, I have a few sources. So, Alabama Heritage website, a WordPress by a person who is a relation to someone involved in this case. Okay. And then um, a place called nextooze.com. That's, that sounds scholarly. <laughs> Super scholarly. All that ooze. Next ooze. But what, was, what was the first use? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to know. I mean, apparently it's a news site. It's a very strange name for a news site. Anyway, my story is called The Brasher Die Disappearance. Okay. That's already kind of like an epic sounding name to start off with. Yeah, so it is a disappearance. 1956. What happened in that? In Suez Canal had already happened. I don't know what was happening in 1956. I am only kind of good at history, but you know, the 50s. So the 50s, the 50s almost the 60s, lot, uh, Alabama, probably not. Not great place to be not, for, you know, many people. Many people. Like us. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, 1956, Alabama. It's March 3rd. There are two brothers. Billy Howard 
and Robert Earl Dye, and their older cousin, Dan Brasher. So, yes, I know they all have different last names. They are brothers, and they're cousins. This is, this is so weird, because mine... We'll get we'll get there, but mine has like a strange symmetry to this. So we didn't plan that; it just happened. We don't we we are very secretive about our stories throughout mm, the week. Now we are. Well, <laughs> I did not see yours. We just have to mention the name, so we don't. We need to make sure we don't do the same thing. But I have no idea what yours is about. Okay, you, well, I was I was thinking of last week. Um, oh, well, with the mm. uh, having to literally stop you in the back of a lift from telling me your whole, whole thing story. Anyway, continuing. Brothers: Billy Howard, Robert Earl Dye, older cousin Dan Brasher. All right, they, I'm bad at names, so this is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So they leave a relative's house in the rural backwoods. That's her first mistake. Why are you out in the rural backwoods? Backwoods, leaving a house at night. That's in where, the rural backwoods. That's where Hug and Molly lives. It's also where Cabin in the Woods probably happened. Yeah, you know, all good things. All, you're you're going to be fine. Don't worry about anyway, it. Anyway, so they go and they leave. It's already dark out. It's in northern Jefferson County, which I don't know where that is in Alabama, but it nope. sounds dark and deep and rural and and scary at night. So they drive off down the road in Billy's 1947 Green Ford. That sounds like a nice car. Or, like, a pretty car, at least. It probably was. I mean, a lot of classic cars I find very pretty. So they're driving off in this green Ford, heading for a party in Robinwood. That sounds like a fictional... Yeah. Fantasy town, where the tavern is, where your adventure will begin. So they're going to Robinwood. (laughs) Not Robin Hood, Robinwood, which is just outside Morris. have no idea where any of these places are, but I'm sure if anyone from Alabama is listening, they know. We promise they're real names. They are real. And then they just disappear. Into the night, no one knows. Not the towns, the people. The people. So, of course, this happens, and then there's a bunch of theories flying around. Some people were like, hey, I think they were murdered at the party, but obviously no witnesses to that. They can't even figure out, like, what this party was. And then some people are like, oh my gosh, maybe they got shot execution style in a Blunt County cave. That That's a jump. It's a huge jump, and I don't know where oh, it wait, came from. But, but wait, wait, how old are these people? I think they were relatively young, 20s and 30s. Okay, see, okay, when you were, like, leaving a house at night on the back, roads, I was like, oh no, children, Hung and Molly's out there, so okay. no, my not. brain started there. <laughs> they're not kid kids, but I think I they're like, just, they're young men. Um, yeah, yeah, but like, not, not babies. Not, not babies, <laughs> no. Okay. Not babies, but a few strands of human hair were fished out of an abandoned coal shaft. Ruh-roh. Which sounds great, right? Yep, that sounds just fine. And it led to speculation that maybe they'd been dumped there. But one constant theory was that moonshine, the alcohol, not the moonlight, played a pivotal role in this whole thing. That's like a, a side plot in Red Dead Redemption, where it's like you, like, you find the still in the backwoods, and it's like you get drawn into the intrigue, and, the, and then you end up throwing dynamite at things, and it's all very legal and fine. Sounds great, dynamite. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so some sources say that they bought moonshine from bootleggers and then like didn't pay them. 
That's, and so I was like, that's a big no. But the the wilderness that is like between Jefferson and Blunt counties at the time provided natural protection for a bunch of illegal distilling outfits. So, you know, a bunch of moonshiners. It's the 50s. It's cozy, you know. It's cozy. People are back there. They're making their moonshine. Uh, they don't really like people to disturb them. And this business wasn't just like a way of life in the foothills of Appalachia. It's like a means of survival for a large number number of the local families there. Yeah, um, so, like, if someone's, like, n- not adhering by, like, the code of conduct, then that endangers everybody around. Well, like, the biggest running theory, so there's a theory that they took moonshine and didn't pay, but then there's a theory that they actually, like, tried to sneak onto a still Ooh. and steal the moonshine, like, sneakily. Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, oh. You know, they don't come home the day after the party in Robinwood, but there's not a lot of concern that day, mm-hmm. um, even among their families, because this it, kind of thing happens. Yeah, you're they, out partying. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were known to be heavy drinkers and had already been inebriated before they got in that Oof. fort. <laughs> don't drink a drive, folks. Please. That's, yeah, because that could be, like, right, another reason. Yeah. Like, like, we, don't, we don't know. Well, I mean, if they didn't find the car, like, off the road or something... But yeah, so like they were like, boop, boop, boo, had a couple drinks, gonna get in this truck and keep on partying. Not the greatest idea. Everything is gonna be fine. If you made good choices, everything would be fine. You know, it's like, there's always that one kid at the party who gets really, really drunk and tries to drive his car, but keeps saying, I'm gonna ride my bike home while he's trying to put the key in the lock. And you're like, buddy... That's not your bike. Also, we already hid your shoes, so um, you should probably go back inside. Hide your shoes, hide your keys, hide your wife, don't get in your car. Yeah, so maybe these guys, you know, their families are thinking they are somewhere sleeping it off. Their friends maybe were good friends and hid their keys or hid their shoes. But actually, they were like, most likely they're in a holding cell somewhere for being rowdy and they're sleeping it off there. So they're like, eh. Mm -hmm. And there are no cell phones to be like, No, it's 1956. There's none of that. So they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then... It's, like, several days, and they're like, okay, this isn't great. So, Mm. their other cousin, Curtis. Okay. Curtis, which is, I feel like that's such a, to me, that's, like, such a southern name. I don't know why. Curtis. Yeah, it sounds, I mean, to me, it sounds like it should be a band member. Curtis Byasher. Anyway, Curtis and his father. (laughs) That's actually a great pen name. I'm sorry. If you have to choose a pen name, don't choose that one exactly, but use his inspiration. It's amazing. It's a pretty good name, yeah. yeah. And he's he's a good person because, listen, okay. him and his dad check all of the jails. And this is 1956, so they, mm. they either have to, like, call on the telephone or, like, go Drive. there themselves. Yeah. All of the jails between Morris and Decatur. And obviously they don't find anything. Mm. Um, and they're like, mm. it doesn't say anything that they checked hospitals, but I imagine they probably checked hosp- the hospitals, too. That's just, like, yeah. the smart thing to do. Hey, Folks, if anybody you ever know goes missing, check the hospitals, call the police, you know, that's just what you do. And I guess check the jails, too, like the, you know, local yeah. Well, I mean, that's why, you, like, you call the police, like, yeah. and hopefully they'd know if they you're were like, holding hey. someone. <laughs> yeah, so, but anyway, so they're doing, they're doing the right thing, they're being good, and they're like, well, shit, Is drunk it- idiots, uh, we don't know where they are, and because they are family, they file a missing persons report with the Jefferson County 
County Sheriff's Department. An investigation opens up. And okay, that's good. Yeah. And they're like, they're going after it. They're like, what happened to these guys? We we want to find out. Like, I, I'm thinking in 1956, like, rural communities are probably pretty tight-knit in Alabama. And they're just... Especially, you know, moonshine communities. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone probably knew everyone. This is not Murder Mountain, I don't think, but, you know. Oh, it's funny you say that. Anyway. Um, because it's going to come back in about 20 minutes when okay, I'm talking. Okay, we're, we're going to come back around. <laughs> I'm sorry. All comes you, back around. You have so many parallels. Um, um, like. The investigators are, are trying their best, but their efforts are just brought to a halt because they are just facing this wall of silence. If you listen to any other, like, podcasts that are investigative journalists, trying to do their thing. Not like us. Not like us. That is not <laughs> us. But you'll you'll know that that's a thing with, with these tight-knit communities, especially, like, this one revolves around moonshine, which is illegal. So the popo are coming in, like, hey, y'all, we want to help find your peeps. And they're like, mm, we don't trust you. We're, yep. we're not going to talk to you, which yep. just makes everything like, difficult. There are lots of good reasons not to trust the police. But in these narratives, it always ends up to being like, oh, like, oh, it's their fault that that things aren't getting solved because they won't talk to us and it's just like if you don't have the trust of a community what are you what is that community supposed to do when they do need everyone your help? should just help each other out that would be so nice anyway so they're like oh man we're not getting anything because these people are like you're suspicious and you're suspicious and you're suspicious and don't come near us and we aren't doing anything illegal at all why would you think why, that we why do US. Anything with moonshine. So. Never heard of it. They finally find out, like, whispers here say that there are reports of gunshots heard the night of the disappearance. And a neighbor of the house in Robinwood, where this, where this, you know, hootenanny party was. Oh, so wait. So they did know where the party was. Well, they, they know where the party is, but they, like, there were no witnesses to, like, a murder. It wasn't, like, a rowdy thing. They were like, we don't mm. know if this party was as down and dirty as all these people are saying. So mm-hmm. the neighbor of the ha- of the house or the the three were last seen there. Okay. Wait, you're you're circling the narrative here a little. So okay, okay so, they, so they got to the party. They get to the party. Yes, I know. And okay. my source is this isn't mentioned until now. Get it together, source. Apparently they get to the party. This neighbor is like, hey, I saw men carrying containers of water from my outdoor faucet that I did not say that they could use uh, Mm. into this house in Robinwood, party house, in the wee hours of the morning on March 4th, which is the day after they supposedly disappeared. Okay. So I think actually what happened, sorry to be all complicated, is people at the party, they were there, and some people were like, oh yeah, we saw them, and then other people were like, no, they never came here. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, that's several red flags all thrown in there at once. So one of the most bizarre things to come out of this was a Blount County man had seen a bold, a bold bulldozer being used to bury a car in a construction site that's subtle where US Highway 79 was being built so it's like, hey, there's this construction site, this highway's being built, sounds like a great place to use this bulldozer to bury this car See, for I- not a suspicious reason at all. I just, this is how I get rid of my trash, I just take it down <laughs> to the construction site, 
get this bulldozer and bury bury my trash car. Okay, wait. So, like, construction sites for burying bodies, like, okay, like, I get how that can be, like, okay, you sneak in at night and, like, da 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 Like, that's a story we all know. But construction sites for burying a fucking car is, like, like how are you? you, how did you just, like, chilly do that in the middle of the night? You know, he probably was like, it's rural. This is a construction site. No one's gonna be like, why are you burying a car there? But apparently someone did see them. So apparently, but see, these are all stories, so the police can't, like, it's like that rumor thing where everyone's like, oh, this and that and I heard and blah blah blah, so they can't actually, like, figure out if any of this is true. They have no concrete evidence, so the investigation slows to a halt. Mm -hmm. So Curtis, our good man, Curtis Curtis Brasher, is like, what the fuck? This isn't good. Why is everything coming to a halt? I want to find my cousins. No, 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 this can't happen. And begins a letter writing campaign to involve state officials. And begins his own investigation. Investigator Curtis doing the most. Is it? Oh, wait, is it his WordPress? It is his WordPress. Well, I don't think it's his WordPress. No, it's it's a relative's WordPress. Okay. But he pursued it until his death in the 1980s. That's why it's not his WordPress. Oh, okay. But I think it's maybe his son's. I have to look more into it. But his effort resulted in Sheriff Holt McDowell. What a name. Holt McDowell. I feel like I've heard of Holt McDowell before. Like the McDowell colony? Yes. No, no. I feel like... Captain Holt. Yes. I've heard of this sheriff. Yeah. Maybe... Anyway. The sheriff, Holt. (laughs) Sheriff Holt. (laughs) Not Captain Holt. Not Captain Holt. Assigns a deputy named Tom Ellison to the case. Around the time that this guy, Tom, Tommy, Tommy. uh, was given the case, the Department of Public Safety in Alabama was like, hey, you know what we should do? It's like really late in the game, but maybe we should drill down into US 79 and Oof. look for Billy's 1947 Ford or look for the bodies. You know, just like, gotta check. We don't Small know. details. So it's good. Nothing pans out yet again. And then there's this myth that the three were buried in the Ford somewhere under the highway. It like mm. gets super widespread. It like becomes like this urban legend. Like, where, where is Jimmy Hoffa's body? It's like, where are the three cousins in the fort? Like, literally, mm. everyone in Alabama is like, yep, they're buried under 79. Like, it's it's a thing. Oof. Um, That's, I'm glad we didn't know that when we were driving. On 79. Hey. But they don't find anything, and despite Curtis, poor Curtis, despite his best attempts keep interest in this case alive. And he even corresponds with our good old J. Edgar Hoover. Oh, <clears throat> He's buddy. like, hey, J. Edgar, please help. But yeah. this disappearance takes a backseat to other cases in the 60s and kind of, kind of is quiet. Then in 1972. Oh, I love, I love the epilogue. It keeps going. Uh, Jefferson County gets a new commissioner named Tom Glore. And the case once again becomes front page news. Because he's okay. like, I was hearing about this. We got to do something. Good like, job. Good you know, job. I, I think that the missing car is still buried underneath 79. That's what everyone <laughs> says. Everyone says it. It must be everyone true. Everyone says it. It's a legend, urban legend now. So he orders county workers to start drilling. And then three years later, because <laughs> they still find nothing, he asked the U.S. Navy to use their special metal detectors to scrutinize the other side of the highway where no one's been looking. Wait, wait. Okay. 
okay. They said they've just been looking literally just under the highway and nowhere else. In a specific spot. They're like, <laughs> right here. Ah, oh, yes, right here. We have nothing to tell us that right here is, is the spot. I think they were like, oh, this is where the guy said he saw the dude burying the car with a bulldozer. So they were like, this <laughs> this spot. They, they haven't well, been... Well, clearly that guy was not, not right the first time. No, nope, no one was right. <laughs> anyway, so he's it's like... It's all going so well. So Tom Glore is like, hey, U.S. Navy, you got special metal detectors. Please come and maybe try the other side of the highway because we <laughs> drilled the fuck out of this side. And then we have to make the highway again. <laughs> I don't even know. So they're like, oh, yeah. Like, the Navy's like, cool, 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 we'll, we'll come help. And these metal detectors indicate large pieces of metal hey. are below this site. But when Glor orders another dig, finds nothing. Okay. I'm like, dig deeper, just yeah. go deeper. If they had, like, a bulldozer and they were really... But it's like it's a whole car. I don't even so, know. So, conspiracy theory now, though. <clears throat> so Ellison, he's this deputy that was assigned to the case writes, like, this tell-all article in the 1970s saying that McDowell pulled him off the case because he was too close to solving the disappearance. (laughs) Okay, X-Files. So, this guy, Owen Raines, who is a state investigator who was involved in the case through 1975, said in the 80s... Um, in a Post-Herald article that the Dye brothers were definitely buried under US-79. A total of three witnesses eventually came forward to say they saw a car, again, being buried underneath the construction site of the highway. And another witness, a different one, than any of these three or the first guy, near the site, said that he heard a bulldozer operating the night of their disappearance. Now, I know that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but kind of all together you're like, huh. Yeah, yeah. But wait, is there like a conspiracy theory side of like why they're covering it up? Or? Yes. Good. I love this. Go. So, Rain's theory, remember, he's this investigator, like, he worked for the police, and Mm -hmm. then writes, he writes an article in in the 80s, he's a different guy than the first one that wrote the tell-all. So his theory is, hey, I think that the brothers were killed at the Robin Wood party, and then Brasher, who's the cousin, was murdered a few days later. Oh. And that Brasher was buried in a Morris area cemetery, but the brothers were buried in the car. Oh, shit. And, like Ellison, the other guy... Rains was convinced that the sheriff hampered the investigation because the department was corrupt and had ties to local bootleggers. Uh, but, oh my god, then... Wait, Everyone like, was just in on the whole bootlegging thing together, man! But wait, then, then like, then Brasher would have been, like, like, known that the brothers were dead and, like, yeah. been, like, on the run? Or, or something. Yeah, we're not sure. Something was happening there. So, Oof. now... More than 60 years after the three have vanished, their disappearance is still the oldest active case for the cold case squad. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Department still receives tips about them, Ooh. even though it's 60 years later. If the tips actually seem viable, they're checked out. Okay. One recent tipster, that's such a weird word, tipster, I almost mm-hmm. read it as hipster. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's cool. It's cool to be a tipster sometimes. Sometimes it's really not. I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess if you're helping solve a crime. It's cool to be a tipster. As long as you are safe and... Not fucking someone over. Yeah, well, I mean, if they murdered someone... If they murdered someone, then, like, that doesn't count as fucking anyone over. Like, you can... you can Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't do murder. Don't murder people. If you do, get fucked. Anyway. It's it's easy rules. (laughs) So this recent tipster had evidence 
Apparently. Evidence. The car was buried along US-31, a different fucking highway, near Gardendale, another fucking fictional place that apparently (laughs) exists in Alabama. They all sound like places in Welcome to the Magic Tavern. Yep. Fucking all these town names. Really, Alabama? Okay. Deputies are like, oh, hey, gotta follow up this tip, and they spend several days just, like, tramping around the grounds, but they have specialized radar devices that indicated disturbances beneath the soil. Again, Ooh, no car, hey. no bodies. They're probably just detecting the upside down. That sounds right. Yeah. You okay. Know, that's I, chill. My theory is they all just went into the upside down. That's where they are. Okay. I, I accept that theory. That sounds reasonable and, and good. And they keep, like, detecting this, these things below the ground, and then they find nothing. It's because it's... It's because science is weird. The upside down. So. So. In the end, still cold. And mm. I will leave you with a prayer from Curtis. Oh. For, Wait, for his cousins. So he he told this to a reporter in the 70s. Okay. And I'm bracing my heart. He told it to a reporter in the 70s and was like, this is the prayer that I say for them every time. And it's just, Lord, please shed a little light on this thing. Something that will help us find them boys. They've been pitched out there somewhere like animals in a ditch, an old watery mine or someplace. All I'm asking is that we find them so they can be given a decent burial so anyone with any information on the disappearance of billy howard die robert earl die or dan brasher should call captain steve green of the jefferson county sheriff's department at 205-325-5069 yep you heard us moms the only people listening to this podcast so this is from the alabama heritage site it was originally published in alabama heritage magazine that's how big of a deal this is Issue number 82 in fall 206, the author is Pam Jones. She is a freelance writer in Birmingham with a particular interest in true crime of Alabama. So I think that she did a really good job. But yeah, so the other sources I had, this one's called Digging in the Dirt, the the Search for My Roots. Mm. And it's rootdigger61.wordpress.com. Oh, okay. And the the person who wrote it is, he is a brasher himself. He doesn't give his actual name, but he says, No, Daniel Alec Brasher was my great uncle, brother to Mm. my grandmother, Velma Lucille Brasher Self. Oh, right. So he kind of gave the same story. And then I found next news was like, hey, there are new leads in this thing. Mm. The new leads were just what I told you about before. Um... Yeah, that it's a different highway and... Getting, yeah, getting the radar to go there and dig, you know. This chief was like, I also think that there's a still living suspect in this case. Oh, shit. And he's like, I can't give you much more information. So, maybe it'll be solved soon, which will be very cool. That's like such a good tantalizing ending to a story where you're like maybe there's still hope of a happy ending so well not even happy but you know an ending a conclusion so sorry it wasn't super funny this week there was no big alice to climb on top of there was no fiery <laughs> pool of molten ore that terrible people could get pushed into it was just a straight up intriguing weird story with twists and turns thin air disappearances Yep. All right. So now it's your turn. It is maybe, my turn. Maybe you'll be more charming and funny than me. Am this I? Week. I don't know if I'm charming or funny. Also, our fur child is whapping the microphone with her tail. It's fine. If you can hear it, then it's fine. If you can hear it, I'm sorry. All right. Okay. So mine is pretty recent. Um, okay. And in the spirit of a strange little road trip that we're on here, um, it's a bit of a road trip story, but it has its roots in Alabama. Roll um, time. 
<laughs> I, I am not a college football fan, but Roll Tide. I, I don't even know what that's a reference it's to. It's fine, it's fine. Okay. Um, everyone can attack me on Twitter once they start listening to the podcast. If anyone's <laughs> ever going to listen to this podcast. Just so you know, my name is Caitlin Springer. Um, hey, hey, I'm Kate. <laughs> so, my story is some weird ass shit that just happened, so it's like ongoing and... I don't have a conclusion for this one either. It's just fucking weird. Okay. Um, I mean, our podcast is called Weird State. That's a good point. That's such a good point. We are weirdos. <laughs> yep, that's that's the premise. So I'm ready for some fucking weird shit. Lay it on me. All right. So, picture it. You are the girlfriend of a dude in Alabama. Well, I can't picture being the girlfriend of a dude. Well, it's happened to both of us. <laughs> it is, especially in Alabama, but all right, yep. I'm trying. Okay. So you're living in Florida and this guy's got like a kid that he has joint custody of with his ex. The ex is like, hey, like, come on out to this like rural part of Alabama uh, and just like come and like, uh, come and hang out. Uh, like, just or something like there was some there was some reason why uh, would you be like hey i'm gonna go hang out in this rural part of alabama rural part of anywhere sounds like a great idea and you tell we live in a city and are scared of complete darkness i <laughs> like rural places sometimes but sometimes it's too quiet for me and i think this is how a horror movie starts yep what am i doing here like in montana but we'll get there later Oh, man. We'll get there in several states, mm -hmm. and then you get to hear the morgue story, so stay tuned, folks. Ooh, morgue. <laughs> Um, not sexy. Not sexy. <laughs> Maybe murder. Maybe. <laughs> so anyway, so you are in a car with your your boo and the kid. Boo thing. Driving up to Alabama. You get to your rural spot, and then you just start hearing gunshots. And nope. th then your boo thing get is suddenly like bleeding from the shoulder. But like you get out of there, you get away. Oh um, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Everyone we decide to leave. That's why like I was like I played fast and loose with this. No one actually gets murdered in this story, but they really try. Okay. <laughs> so, turns out, your boo's ex, the, the baby mama, if you will. The baby of, mama. Of the baby that your, that your boyfriend has, has two sisters and really wants complete custody of this child and has spent a minute, like, low-key making plans over text bad way to plan a murder about how to lure this couple into a, a quiet a area a trap it's a trap it is a trap yes that's that's the phrase i'm looking for yes good they are lured into a trap these lovely dark woods they're, they're great no it's a trap it's beautiful out here no it's a trap <laughs> we're city folk it's a trap it's a trap it's always a trap <laughs> so it takes them a long time to track down these three sisters who were involved in this plot. And it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. One of them they find in Oklahoma. In uh... Yeah, see? Road trip story. Uh -huh. Everyone's... And so, like, when they're texting, they're like, oh, hey, like, remember to avoid Alabama after we do this because it'll be <laughs> fucked. Oh, <And> hey! <laughs> remember that time that we planned to not murder murder? Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, not go back to that state. That might be bad. Yeah, just, like, remember not to go to Alabama. <laughs> Don't let it slip your mind. <laughs> hey, murdery sister! Like, they bonded over planning murder. Oh, they're like, yeah. They're like, you know, get brunt, get some screwdrivers, maybe a Bloody Mary, talk about plotting murder. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a family well, activity on a Sunday. That would have been fucking smarter, because what they did was texted, and then didn't delete the fucking texts. So the judge... <laughs> 
was like, well, the lawyer really was like, and this kid's probably like, I got receipts, receipts, receipts. Well, mostly it was the uh, the investigators on a long-ass manhunt <laughs> who were like, we have so much evidence, where the fuck did they go? So their names are Lisa, Teresa, and Teresa's the mom. And, like, she looks like such a nice lady, honestly. Like, Do their names all rhyme? Please, no. The third sister was arrested in Oklahoma, uh, Cheris. Cheris. Uh, yeah, that does not. <laughs> wow, Lisa, Teresa, Cheris. I was yeah. just expecting them all to rhyme and be like, "Well, that just makes it creepy." You gotta have variety. Don't well, name your all three children things that rhyme because then they are just very creepy. Well, apparently, even if you don't name them things that rhyme, they still try to murder people. But anyway, this is all alleged. I'm putting alleged in here retrospectively, uh, even though they've been indicted. So I guess I don't even know what the legal process is. But anyway, they haven't been convicted, which I guess they've been in. makes it indicted. Yeah. Is it still alleged if they've been indicted? I think that it's... Wait, is it what? indicted and convicted? No. And indicted is like you're going to be tried for the crime, right? Um, Ask the supercomputer. I'm asking the internet. Oh my god, we should know. Indicted definition. Formally accused or charged with a serious crime. Okay, so I guess yeah. it is still alleged because yes. innocent in a court of law until proven guilty by evidence. Evidence. Which, you know, they have a lot of. Or apparently. like, it's beyond the shadow of a reasonable doubt. Yeah. Okay, moving on. I'm, I'm doing such a good job here. I'm on the rails entirely. <laughs> yeah, I got distracted by how, like, nice Teresa looks in her driver's I think she picture. just looks like someone that any of us could know and, like, be friends with and, like, ha like she looks like a nice, normal person. Her yeah. sister looks like I would be afraid of her. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah, Teresa looks like I was probably friends with you at some point or maybe we had a class together. Like, yeah. 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 She looks friendly and, and like, kind of nerdy. Yeah. Like yeah. She has a warm smile. But you know what sucks? When you decide to try to shoot your ex to get yep. what you want. Not, not, not great. <laughs> well, so the, their planning stages in all of this were, um, so they're going to, like, they're going to have a sniper is what they're planning. Okay. Um, and they're like, okay, we're going to, like, wound him. It's very unclear if they were trying to, like, like lethally wound him or they were just like, we're going to incapacitate th something. Because um, I'm like, okay, what is their plan to get the child? Like, I know. It's I like, guess you would have to kill him, right? Well, no, I mean, I guess, like, if, if they're doing their thing and, like, like they just, like, kidnap the kid, which doesn't really help with custody issues, but, you know, what? at this point, what are they even doing? Ugh. Okay, so this nice-looking lady was possibly going to murder her, her ex-boo, who, in this story, is sitting next to you in the car, just like, hey, my ex, like, doesn't she have a nice smile? Like, she seems like a nice person. She's not scary. For some reason, I doubt he's saying that. No, no, I Even though, like, I don't know, maybe he is, because they agreed to, like, well, no, there's a kid. There's a kid involved, so you yeah. never know. It could be anything. Like, they, they did agree to go down there and, like, meet her, but that doesn't yeah. mean that there isn't really bad blood between these people, because maybe he's just trying to be a good dad and, like, do the right thing. Like, yeah, there's like, a kid involved, so. Yeah, like, you want your kid to, like, have their parents. But in this case, one of the parents was texting her sisters things like, make sure you stay out of Alabama. So they had a good good old kit with them. Court records allege that the three plotted the murders with great detail, packing ladders and disguises, altering a truck that was to be used in the murders, and even bringing along, quote, good luck beads and a necklace 
they hope would bring them blessings along the way. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So they're like, hey, we're going to put on dead president masks. Yes. Oh, no. We're going to get this truck. And you know what else we're going to have? We need these good luck beads just to really, really help us with this murder. Please let me go to the little tarot shop. (laughs) Get these beads. We'll all wear them. Sisters. Yeah. (laughs) And they're just going to help us sail through this murder. Hey, guys, I don't think that's how it works. I don't think. It's not how it worked because uh, their targets drove away. Were, um, one of them was, you know, wounded but fine. And then they tracked down the first of the sisters, uh, Cheris, in Oklahoma, where I don't know why she was by herself, but she ran away to Oklahoma. And she was the one who'd done the shooting because... Because guess what? She was a sharpshooter in the Marines. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit! Cherries, girl, you're a badass. You were a sharpshooter in the Marines. What are you doing? Letting your sisters convince you into not really murder, but like wounding a dude. I mean, I mean, I don't know if he was a good dude either, though. We don't really know that much about him, but it doesn't give you an excuse to shoot him. I know. It's like, okay, like, on one hand, he's very lucky she didn't kill him. Like... <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) honestly, the fact that he wasn't, now that I know this, that he wasn't fatally wounded means she probably wasn't trying to shoot to kill. Yeah, everyone everyone keeps calling them attempted murders, but I'm like, I don't know. Maybe this was actually a kidnapping plot where they were going to kidnap the kid. I think it was either murders and kidnapping or just kidnapping. There was definitely kidnapping in there no matter what. Meanwhile, nobody asked the kid what he wants. I think it's a she. I don't know. What she wants, what Uh, they want. They, yeah, that's honestly knows the child good job press is not actually mentioned by name that's that's good. yeah good reporting protect. yeah protect but then they can't find the other two sisters the the nice looking one and the scary looking one Eliza and Teresa. so they're like on this massive manhunt going on the road trip probably listening to podcasts trying to find these folks i actually think her name is tierza 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 Tears. Okay. Yes. I've read it as, I was reading it as Teresa. I no, like the name Teresa. Anyway. I know, but it's T-I-E-R-Z-A-H. Tierza. Okay. Tierza. Okay. a really weird name. It's like a fucked up Teresa. Oh. <laughs> Sorry um. if anybody else is named Tierza. It's just a very, it's, I've never heard of it before, so. So it, it must be weird and bad. No. <laughs> but she also tried to, I don't know. Anyway. She did try to kill people. She tried to kill So somewhere. that's weird and bad. Um, that's weird and bad. Uh, so so they started looking in like Alabama and Florida, right? Okay, two, two very su- suspect states. Yes. Yep. Um. Well, they find the first sister in Oklahoma, and I don't know what information the first sister gave them, but then they're like, "Oh shit, we have to keep going west." Um. So they keep going west, going west, keep going west, and they get doing to... a road trip. Yep. Some donuts, yeah. apple pie, coffee. <laughs> We're investigators on a road trip. Woo. That's that's the theme song. Yeah, no. No, please. <laughs> but yeah, so they finally hit California. Oh, wow. So yeah. they, they really went far west. It wasn't just like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to try, you know, Nevada. Nope. It's like, let's go all the way to the Pacific Ocean. Yep. Just go to the other side of the thing. But then they're like driving like north and like, okay, we hit the Bay Area like okay we oh, have some leads. Bay Area. Fuck. Um, but you want to take a wild guess where they were hanging out? Well, was where... it San Francisco? No, think Northern California, a place people go to the woods to disappear. Was it Redwood National Forest? Nope. You said it earlier on this podcast. 
Was it Humboldt? Humboldt County. Oh. They were on Murder Mountain. They were on Murder <laughs> I mean, they fucking did their research. They're, Maybe they watched that Netflix documentary if it's that recent. And they were yeah. like, hey, you know what's a good idea? We should go here. Hey, so, so that's uh, the Netflix documentary Murder Mountain, which is actually a really good documentary and really, like, heart-shattering. Yeah. You know, it, it turns yeah. out, like, true crime murdery stuff is usually heart-shattering. It is. Which was why I ended up choosing a thing that no one actually died, because then I was like, oh, okay, I don't feel um, as icky. And we don't know if people might actually die. That then probably, they're disappeared. They probably died. Yeah, but hey, optimism. There are new leads in the case. From Um, 1956. Okay. So anyway, Humboldt County. Humboldt County. My dear outlaw weed grower town. I know. Um. So anyway, they catch them there. Um. And then they get they find like more text. And one of them, I think, Teresa. 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 It sounds like Tiara, but it's with a Z. Okay. Well, anyway, so she was texting um, Sharpshooter Sister Cheris and being like, oh, like, don't worry, like, we're gonna do so good, like, you got this. And one of the texts was, get ready. As a gamer, this is very upsetting to me. (laughs) Um, One of the texts is, remember, it's just a halo. As in, it's just Halo the game. I'm just like, buddy, this is why I can't play Assassin's Creed in peace without people saying that it's turning me into a violent criminal. Because then you're like, I'm pretty sure, like, Halo didn't prepare your sister to be a sharpshooter, but maybe the military did? I don't know. This is a guess on my part. But don't use your skill for evil, even though I guess, like, I think that all taking of life is evil, so I don't know. That's a complicated can of worms. But anyway. Anyway. Continue. Don't blame video games is really the moral of this story, and uh, keep an eye on the news, because, like, this is all, like, recent news stories. Like, the indictment only came down, like, a few days ago wow. after the first sister, and the other two haven't been indicted yet, and I don't know. But they've been found. Yes. After in Humboldt County. In Humboldt County. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. In a town called Fortuna, which seems like just rude on a fate level kind of thing. <laughs> That's maybe where their good luck beads led them to. <laughs> oh, Fortuna. No. Don't trust the beads. Oh, beads, where do we go? And it was like... Fortuna, that's the place. Go to the place you saw on Netflix. (laughs) Have like one of those eight balls. (laughs) They're shaking it to figure it out. Sorry, try again. (laughs) We'll just keep going west until we hit, you know, a suspicious looking mountain. And um, people on ATVs with machine guns are driving around. This is called Murder Mountain. Sounds great. That's the place for us. <laughs> yep. We are not two sisters who try to murder. Not at all. Why would you say that? Yep. We're just here to help you uh, clean some definitely legal weed. And uh, yeah. Speaking of a community that has a good relationship with their police force, not Humboldt County. No, um, not there. Yeah. yeah. So that's the story of. The, <laughs> I want to make like a three little pigs joke. <laughs> it's like oh, they boy. tried so hard. <laughs> and with all their efforts combined, it still didn't work. Um, and which their is, first it, plan was made of straw. And that's the only plan they had. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, no. I think the moral of the story really is, if you're planning a murder or a kidnapping, don't text about it. Yeah, or maybe just don't do it. 
Don't plan it. I mean, it. really don't do it. <laughs> but, like, it just shocks me that everything else was so elaborate. Like, they got disguises. They got a truck. They got good luck murder bees. They got a ladder, which I don't even know what the ladder they was for. They got a ladder. And then they were like, but we're texting about all of it. Yep. Just go to brunch and talk about your murder plans over your Bloody what? Marys. And that way no one can trace the conversation oh later. And, uh. Uh, uh, or don't murder. Just don't murder, guys. We it's don't, so don't easy. Don't murder. Don't yeah, do it. Not murdering. It's great. Highly recommend. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was wild. Thanks for that ride. Yeah. Uh, it's a road trip. It took us to Murder Mountain Thanks twice in one podcast. Trip. To Murder Mountain. And also, yeah, a bunch of brothers, a bunch of sisters. We kind of did a theme, and we didn't even mean to do it. Yep. Good job. Yay. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> I choke on cat hair every time. Maybe that's, that's the theme. Yep, that's our sign off is Kate choking on cat no, hair. No, I thought that maybe we could say stay weird, stay wonderful. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yep. Okay, you start. So I'd say stay weird. Stay wonderful. Bye, weirdos. Bye. Catch you next time.